Let's talk about sleep. Are you sleeping well every single night? What would it take for you to get great sleep? My guest this week cares a lot about sleep and has devoted herself and her company to helping everyone get the best natural sleep they can. This is the 5 a.m. Miracle, episode number 419, High-Quality Natural Sleep with Remrise founder Veronica Lee. Good morning, I am Jeff Sanders, and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. My guest today is the founder and CEO of Remrise, a sleep supplement company focused on a mission to help you fall asleep and stay asleep safely and effectively. After trying every over-the-counter sleep aid and melatonin supplement on the market with suboptimal results, Veronica took her sleep health into her own hands. Today, Remrise has helped thousands of people in their sleep health journey and live a life with authentic energy. And now here is my interview with Veronica Lee. Thanks, Jeff. So great to be here. Thanks for having me. I want to begin today by digging into a bit about you and your company. Uh, so let's start with why did you start Remrise and mm-hmm. what specific sleep issues have you seen, probably from yourself, I'm guessing, but definitely at yeah. others, uh, that helped, like, really like motivated you to want to go that direction with your career? Yep, for sure. Um, so I started my career in finance. I started um, in investment banking, so was not getting any sleep. Um, pulling all-nighters all the time and then very stressed out. So constantly, um, you know, brain was just wired and couldn't turn off. Um, So I resorted to taking a lot of antihistamines, um, Unisom, Benadryl, NyQuil, um, to really help me with sleep when I had a few hours to sleep. Um, But I found that I just, I felt terrible the next day. Um, And I didn't realize that a lot of these antihistamines actually prevent you from getting restorative sleep. So a lot of these antihistamines prevent you from getting REM, prevent you from getting deep. And so that's why a lot of times people are knocking out for eight hours, but you're actually feeling quite groggy the next morning because you're not actually getting the restorative um, sleep that your body needs. So I was feeling pretty terrible. So I you know, kind of went down this rabbit hole of finding a better solution for myself. Um, and so I started with you know, I started looking into natural supplements because I wanted something that was a bit more natural. Um, so I started with melatonin, which is the most widely recognized um, natural supplement, um, but didn't have a great reaction to that. I mean, I um, it helped me with falling asleep. So I was falling asleep faster, but it, did, it really didn't help me with staying asleep. And that's a common problem people have with melatonin is that you're waking up prematurely. So after three, four hours, you're waking up prematurely and then you can't fall back asleep. Um, and then the other thing was I was still feeling groggy the next morning and I was also building tolerance to melatonin quite quickly. So I would take, you know, um, more and more to get the desired effect. And then by like, you know, day three, day five, two weeks into it, I'm taking three X, four X, the recommended dosage. Um, so really didn't want to keep, um, adding more melatonin, um, each night. So I started experimenting um, and researching um, Eastern ingredients, traditional Chinese medicine, herbs. A lot of these herbs have been used for thousands of years. I talked to a lot of acupuncturists. Um, You know, I come from a family that has used, my mom by no means is a traditional Chinese medicine expert, but she uses a lot of these herbs for health. Um, So started researching a lot of these herbs and then also started researching amino acids, vitamins, minerals, 
um, a lot of which people are deficient in in the Western diet, and started just making um, a lot of these formulations um, to to really help my own sleep. And I would track my sleep um, on a Fitbit, and I noticed my REM and deep um, really improved and increased. Um, but the biggest thing was I was feeling a lot better the next morning. Um, I didn't feel groggy. I felt very rested. I felt energized. Um, and I just felt like it really transformed my life to get quality sleep. Um, and really realized that how, just how foundational sleep is to overall health and wellness, mentally, physically, emotionally, um, and so, you know, I, I started really just creating a solution for myself, but then when I saw the impact that it had on my life, um, started digging into, you know, is this something that would be helpful for a lot of people? And when I started researching just how many people are struggling with sleep in the U.S., um, I was really shocked at, you know, pre-pandemic, it was probably a third of the U.S., had trouble sleeping. And now post pandemic, it's closer to two, over 50% or two thirds. Um, so this is becoming a bigger and bigger problem. And I, I just feel like our world is just not made for good sleep these days, right? I mean, we've got so many technological distractions. We're in this go, go, go culture. Um, you know, everyone's on Netflix, um, you know, till the wee hours of the morning. And so it's much harder these days to really wind down and get quality sleep. Um, and so it really compelled me to just get on this mission to help people with winding down, developing good habits, um, a good, you know, nighttime routine, and really get quality sleep. Yeah, I was going to ask you what you think that people struggle the most with in terms of sleep, because I know that you know, the things you mentioned here in terms of, you know, falling asleep, but then waking up prematurely or mm -hmm. not going to bed on time or having you know the television on until late at night. Mm -hmm. like, do you see are those like is technology the issue? Is it stress? Is it just we're just distracted endlessly? Is it the wrong medications? I feel like there's all these things are part of the the problem. But is there one that stands out as like where we struggle the most or is it just this compilation of just too many? things going wrong? I would say it's all of it. And I think that sleep is also quite individual. So different people have different um, triggers, I would say. Um, stress is a huge one. Um, and so, you know, we're big on how you spend your day and like what you're doing in terms of stress management throughout the day will affect your ability to sleep well at night. Um, so stress is absolutely a factor because when your cortisol levels are up, it's very hard to wind down and get quality sleep. Um, but I think it's all of the things that you said, because I think there's so many technological distractions right now. Um, and it's really hard. I, 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 you know, after just interviewing so many people and researching, you know, why people have trouble with sleep. I think that people it, it's people don't like to go to sleep. It's it's um, much easier to do something or to um, think about something or to do an action versus winding down is almost the opposite of that, where you've got to take a step back, relax, you know, stop doing something. Um, and so we're part of this culture where it's much um, more exciting and sexy to like you know, scroll through the feed, think about your to-do list, do think about all the things that you want um, and the things that you want to do. Um, that's, that's a much more exciting proposition. And so people are, you know, running toward that. And I think that coupled with stress, coupled with 
just all the distractions that we do have um, is causing that. And then you mentioned, you know, there's different different issues like falling asleep versus staying asleep versus restorative sleep. Um, you know, I think the distinction there is with falling asleep, a lot of people are stressed and, you know, running through their to-do list right before they go to bed. Um, so that's a big cause of, of the trouble falling asleep because you just have too much on your mind. You're thinking about, um, you know, what you have to do the next day. I think for, for that situation, it's important to kind of shift your perspective or shift your mentality right before you go to sleep. Um, for myself, I'll run through a checklist of things that I'm grateful for because that will just put me in a different mindset so that I'm not able to constantly think about all the things I need to do the next day. Um, and then it'll put me in this state of calm and peace where I'm ready to, to get ready for bed. Um, and uh, another issue is, is falling, uh, staying asleep. And, um, you know, for that one, um, it's, it's similar in the sense that a lot of people are, are waking up, um, prematurely and then they get anxious about not being able to fall back asleep. So I think part of that is, you know, once you are awakened, um, you know, how do you relax and, and, and calm down and run through a gratitude journal, whatever it is to get you into this more relaxed mindset? Um, and then restorative sleep, which you mentioned, oh, there's a lot of sleep drugs on the market now that is actually preventing people from getting restorative sleep. Um, and so that's why so many people will take, you know, prescription drugs, antihistamines, all these different things, drink alcohol, you know, THC, um, and then they knock out, but you're not getting quality sleep. And so you wake up feeling quite, um, groggy, unrested. And so you're not, your body's not getting the restorative sleep that it actually needs. So, um, you know, replace the prescription drugs with herbs, amino acids, vitamins, uh, minerals, all these things that are nourishing your body versus taking away from it. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply.
there's a lot of good points you just brought up. Um, one of the things you mentioned was that people don't like going to sleep. I think mm-hmm. you know, I've got a three-year-old daughter who <laughs> throws a fit every single night and oh, every yes. day for nap time. It's a, a constant battle to to make that transition from awake and doing things to laying in a bed and just trying to see what happens next. Absolutely. No, I mean, I, I, I have a, a, a young kid, um, four months old right now, and she just hates going to sleep. I think because people want to be connected and mm. want to, I mean, sleeping is actually a, a little bit lonely in the sense that, you, you know, you're, you're taking yourself away from connection and excitement and you just need to wind down. And I think it's counterintuitive for, for humans. Yeah, it does seem to be a bit awkward to make that shift from one to the next. And then and the opposite is true as well. It's like once I'm awake in the morning, I don't want to get out of bed. I'm like stuck yeah. in there. So it's this, <laughs> you know, you're either one or the other. And it's really right. hard to make that change. Right, uh, right. But from the perspective, I want to go back to this idea of restorative sleep and quality sleep, because I feel mm-hmm. like among all the challenges we may have with sleep, getting really high quality rest and waking up feeling great is like, I guess, what we're trying to get to. So mm-hmm. let's like clarify, I guess, what does really great sleep include? Like, what are we trying to experience each night, like, whether it's, you know, uninterrupted sleep with lots of REM cycles or like, what does it look like to get a really quality night's sleep? Yeah, I mean, I think from my perspective, it's the percentage of REM and deep that you're getting each night. Um, so, for example, if you're taking like a prescription drug or something that's going to knock you out and it's actually preventing REM and deep, you're getting a very, very low percentage of REM and deep, even though you're, you may be sleeping for eight or nine or 10 hours versus, you know, for me, I've, I've never been able to get eight hours of sleep. I just, I, I feel like that's just impossible for me to do, but I'm big on sleep efficiency. So when I am asleep, whether I'm sleeping six, seven, eight hours, whatever number of hours, I want that REM and deep sleep to be um, a big percentage of the night. And so for people who are struggling with sleep and and they turn to things like, you know, these antihistamines or over-the-counter medications, how does that, I guess, let's go back to this idea of making a shift from these Band-Aids or like a handicap to say, like, I'm going to fix my sleep with a pill versus lifestyle changes that would actually get to these, you know, the REM sleep and the deep sleep you're looking for. I know, you know, back by 10 years ago when I made a big shift with my personal health and there's a lot more fitness. I know it's mm-hmm. for me that on mornings when I would I would go for a run first thing in the morning, I slept yeah. better that night. And yeah, that yeah, had a big, sure. bigger impact for me than taking, I don't know, NyQuil Zs or some other product oh, on the market. Absolutely. And so absolutely. how does someone make that shift to say, I'm going to stop with the, I guess, the medicated side of things to the more natural lifestyle shifts? Yeah, I think it's a couple things. I mean, I think one thing is really prioritizing a wind down routine. Um, and because I mean, I think that, like we've talked about, there's so many technological distractions, there's so much going on during the day. And so I think a lot of people actually um, don't realize that it takes a bit of time to kind of step back from all of that and wind down. And so a lot of people um, expect that, you know, I shut off the computer, I shut off my phone, and then I can get to sleep in like five minutes. Um, winding down is a whole process. And I think you want to just prioritize, you know, if you're going to go to sleep by 11 or going to go to sleep by midnight, taking an hour before that to really develop a routine that works for you. And I think that this is very individual for each person. 
Um, so, you know, whether it's a lot of people are, are sensitive to temperature, to light, whatever it is, but figuring out the optimal environment for you to be able to wind down. If meditation works for you, do that. Um, you know, if it's uh, thinking about the things that you're grateful for, do that, but do some um, mental uh, shift so that you're able to be able to, to, to calm down. So I think really prioritizing that um, that wind down piece is really important. And I think that, you know, the way that I see it is that you're really starting your day at the start of when you're winding down. So most people think about starting their day at 6am, 7am, they'll prioritize going to the gym, going for a run, um, you know, taking all your vitamins and, and protein powder and protein shakes and whatnot. Um, but they'll sacrifice hours of sleep, um, because I think that everyone has this mentality that like you start the day and I'm going to do everything right that day. But in reality, the, the night before or the, the hours of sleep that you have leading up to that is the most important part of the day. So if people can kind of think about, um, you know, shifting the start of your day to 10, 11, whenever you're starting to wind down and start to get ready for sleep. I think that's a big piece and also just prioritizing that wind down routine and figuring out something that works for you. Um, and I think the other thing is really, um, you know, take, taking herbs that will work for you and taking these different supplements versus drugs, right? There's a lot of great herbs out there that are nourishing not only for sleep, but have a lot of other health benefits um, and help with stress relief. These A lot of these adaptogens are great for stress relief. Um, help with sleep um, and also help you get deeper sleep. Um, so instead of taking, you know, putting on the Band-Aid, um, you know, making sure that you're you're nourishing your body with the right ingredients. Um, and a lot of these herbs, there's a cumulative effect, right? When you take this like very hard knockout drug, it's going to knock you out. But, you know, that <laughs> that's probably not good for you in a lot of ways. Um, and it's not a sustainable solution versus, you know, light diet and exercise. All of these things take time to, to get your body into the optimal state. So, you know, a lot of these herbs have cumul a cumulative effect that will get better. Your, your sleep and health will get better over time. And the last thing I'll say is just, you touched on it too, but stress throughout the day has a big impact on sleep. So, you know, thinking about what are the um, triggers throughout the day that are, um, you know, stress triggers and can you take, you know, a short walk between meetings? Can you take a few minutes to, um, you know, meditate or run through a gratitude journal, uh, you know, gratitude checklist, check checklist, whatever it is, um, to reduce the cortisol levels throughout the day? Um, that will really help your sleep as well. Yeah, I think the the lifestyle shift of, of being able to say, like, I'm going to focus on these core things is it, it's a very intentional decision to do that. Because mm -hmm. I know for someone like me who you know, I like to have my morning coffee, I like to, you know, be busy. I, I take on yes. a lot of projects like I yes. want to, I want to be a high achiever. I want to do a lot of things. Yes. But I know there's a sacrifice or a consequence to those decisions. And I'm sacrificing potentially quality sleep by choosing to do too much in the day. Right. Right. And I feel like that for me has been a big shift to because I want good sleep, I know that my day has to be different. Right. I mean, the other thing I'll say is, um, you know, a lot of like sleep uh, blogs and articles will say, you know, these are the eight things that you have to do to get quality sleep. And I would always cringe at those because it's very um, for somebody who is a high achiever and wants to do a lot. 
you don't want to just be the opposite end of the extreme where you're giving up a lot of things that you really want to do with your life. And so I think the, the other big thing I'll say is, um, it's important to be, to, to be moderate and also figure out something that works for you. And with sleep hygiene and developing this routine, just making micro adjustments, these micro changes, um, and you'll start to see um, big improvements over time. Because I, you know, I, I love coffee. I also have alcohol sometimes before I go to bed. So these are all, um, you know, technically like sleep no sleep hygiene no nos. But I think that you know, if you love your morning coffee. But you can move, try to move your like last cup of coffee before 12 p.m., then 11 a.m., whatever it is. Um, I have a cup of coffee every morning. Um, I also have wine before I go to sleep sometimes. But it's, you know, if you can make these micro changes where, you know, you may have one fewer glass of alcohol, you know, one fewer glass of coffee in the morning or move it up. Um, you know, it's, it's these micro changes that you'll see, start to see impact over time versus trying to change everything at once. And then it'll be very, very hard to, to, to be a sustainable routine for your, for, for people. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. In terms of the sleep environment, so like the bedroom that you're in to sleep, I know that for me, I, I made a very intentional choice years ago to make a very, you know, very quiet space, a very dark space. Uh, I now wear a sleep mask. Like the mm-hmm. lots of, I've done these things all all on purpose because I just found myself needing more like structure around yeah. my sleeping environment. Yeah. Like yeah. how important have you seen that that is for getting higher quality sleep? I think it's big. I think it's part of developing this whole routine because I think that, um, it, it just shifts your, your, your perspective and your, and your body to get primed for, okay, this is, I'm now winding down. I'm now, you know, going to like, um, start my wind down routine and, and go to sleep. I mean, it's similar to, um, you know, you, you mentioned your, your kid and, and sleep training, right? I think one of the biggest th- things for sleep training for kids is really setting up a routine and doing the same thing every night where then your body is just used to turning off 
at that time once you start to do these things. And I think that it's also figuring out your personal triggers. So you mentioned light. Um, I'm personally not super sensitive to light, but that is a very, very big trigger for a lot of people. So if you're sensitive to light, make sure it's dark, make sure you're wearing an eye mask. Um, you know, for me, I'm very sensitive to temperature. Um, so I wear sleep socks every night because my feet are really cold. And so if I can't, um, you know, if I, my feet are cold, I just can't get to sleep. Um, and for a lot of people, they run warm. And so they really need the bed to be or the room to be quite cool in order to fall asleep. So figuring out these different environmental triggers and making sure that you have structure around, okay, when I go into the bedroom, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. I think it definitely makes a big difference for for people's sleep. I want to go back to the the herbs idea because this is one thing that when I've looked into you know natural sleep supplements and ways to kind of assist me as I'm going to sleep, and there's a lot out there. Um, yeah. How does someone approach that from the perspective of wanting to have you know the right kinds of, of ingredients or the right kinds of supplements to say like this is going to be good, but not have the let's say like the melatonin uh, issue of tolerance over time? Like what can we take yeah. long term that's going to be healthy for us? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of um, Eastern herbs that work really well. Um, so we, you know, I can kind of give you a list of, of some of the ones that we we use. Um, and a lot of these, um, like magnolia bark is, is in a lot of products now as well. Um, but one that I am, um, I think is really, really powerful is um, the Chinese term is Xuan Zaorang. Um, the, the English term is spine date seed. It's been used in traditional Chinese medicine for, for a long time, and it's really, really helpful for um, helping people fall asleep and staying asleep um, and getting that deep sleep. And I think that what it's been used for traditionally is for stress, but there's also, um, you know, if you talk to acupuncturists, there's a lot of other health benefits that this herb has been used for. So, you know, we've actually had customers write in and say, you know, it helps with digestion because, you know, they're, they're no longer constipated and whatnot. Um, you know, it's an, it has lots of antioxidants. And so a lot of people have commented on their skin health. Um, Shishandra berry is another one, um, used in traditional Chinese medicine, helps reduce stress, inflammation, um, and also traditionally has been used to also support liver function. Um, I mentioned magnolia bark definitely helps reduce stress and, and promote deeper sleep. Um, reishi mushroom is one of my personal favorites as well. Um, it's an adaptogenic mushroom, has been used for um, stress relief, but it also boosts the Im immune system. So there's a lot of these herbs that have been used for sleep specifically, but have also been used for other other health benefits, which is, which is um, you know, I think important to just um, differentiate from, you know, different sleep aids that are on the market because there's a lot of sleep aids that have that that will help with the knockout effect, but it's not actually um, helpful for other you know health benefits, but also has like negative side effects. Um, I like to look at all these herbs and, and figure out okay what are the ingredients that actually help with sleep but also have positive benefits. Um, you know, on the Western side, magnesium, um, you know, a lot of people are very are, are deficient in magnesium just because it's hard to get, um, through the modern diet, um, and it's hard for the body to absorb. Um, so it's a mineral that supports muscle recovery function, um, 
And so like taking the appropriate dose of, of magnesium is important. I, I would also say that it's important to, to note that a lot of these herbs and, and amino acids, like we use glycine in our formulation as well, a lot of these require bigger doses than um, you would think. So really understanding what the therapeutic dose for a lot of these um, ingredients are to have the desired effect. Yeah, there's a lot out there. And, and this is one thing I, I see this a lot in, you know, I'll take different supplements or different sleep drinks. And I'm, that's mm-hmm. I, I get confused pretty quickly with all this <laughs> stuff. And so, yeah, I think it's interesting there. Um, there's a lot of, of, I guess, from this perspective here, let's go with the, the diet angle, because when we're taking sleep medication, are these supplements designed to be take right as you're going to sleep? Or are these kind of part of a like a lifestyle choice of saying, I will consume different types of ingredients um, as part of my diet? Yeah, it's both. I mean, so the way that we've designed our products is to be meant to be taken before you go to sleep. So about an hour before sleep um, to, you know, with our powder product to make a drink for yourself um, with our vitamin product, it's a capsule product. Um, That being said, there are so for a lot of the herbs that I've mentioned, if you take it in a less, um, less therapeutic dose throughout the day, there's a lot of benefits um, just around stress relief. Um, So in traditional Chinese medicine, it's meant to actually um, you're, you're meant to be taking a lot of these herbs throughout the day um, and then a heavier dosage at night so that when you're about to go to sleep, you're taking, you know, a heavier dosage. But a lot of these herbs have have huge benefits um, in lesser dosages to be taken throughout the day. Yeah, I like it. I think there's a lot to be said about taking the right supplements. I know this is one thing that I have tinkered with quite a bit, which is changing the supplements that I take, uh, changing mm-hmm. out when I take them. Like, mm-hmm. What have you seen in terms of that kind of level of personal experimentation? Because I feel like there's a lot of things I know that I've tried and I'll have a reaction to or don't like yeah. it or, or find that it's not helpful. Um, yeah. How do you take that angle of figuring out what works for you? Yeah, I think that it, it, it definitely requires experimentation just because I think, you know, each person's biochemistry is just different. And so for me, I, you know, I, I definitely have a stomach for experimentation. So I've experimented a lot with different combinations, different ingredients and whatnot. And I think that, um, you know, for, for people who are just starting to, to, to try supplements and different ingredients, I think starting small and just, you know, figuring out, um, you know, the reaction um, to your body is, is, is important and, and, you know, not necessarily taking the full dosage of certain things, starting small, but also realizing that you're not going to get, um, the, you know, if you're, if you're taking very small amounts of all these ingredients and you're not knocking out because you're used to like taking a a Z cool or Benadryl, um, not to, not to get discouraged with that, just to keep, you know, um, experimenting and seeing the effects of all these different ingredients and the combination of, of different ingredients, because, um, supplements and, and a lot of these herbs, you know, it, it takes a bit more time than a, a Z-Cool or Benadryl. So you say more time, like how much time do you think it would take for someone to start a regimen like this and really see the benefits in a clear way? Yeah, I mean, with um, I'll just use Remrise as, as an example. I mean, our powdered product, because it's a much stronger, you know, it's basically 5x the concentration of, of our vitamin product. Um, so most of our customers will see effects. Um, you know, some will actually see effects the first night, but most will see effects within a week. 
Um, and then with our vitamin product, um, again, some people will see effects right away, but it's a much smaller dosage. Um, and so for the most part, I would say within two weeks, two to three weeks for the vitamin. Okay. That's, that's not bad. That's actually a pretty fast, uh, pace there to get to a better sleep. I know that mm-hmm. when I've struggled with sleep, you know, I want the immediate effect, but yeah. the long-term patient's angle, I think pays off a lot better if you're yeah, taking yeah. that perspective. Um, is there anything else about sleep we haven't discussed that you would mention today? Um, I think it's just, uh, just, just prioritizing it. I, I, I think we've, we've talked about it a bunch, but I think that, um, it's, it's just so interesting to me that, um, you know, what, and myself included, it's, it's, it's the, it's the thing that I feel like is so important, so foundational to health, but it's the first thing that goes, um, in, in so many situations where, where people are, um, quick to, to, to dismiss it as a, as a priority. Yeah, that is very true. I know my wife and I have very different takes on that. Whereas I, I don't sleep as much as I need to, and she's in bed for twelve hours a night. And it's a very oh, that's amazing. Uh, maybe not quite twelve, but pretty close to it. And so, yeah, it's interesting. Just I think person to person, there's a, a wide variety of what we think we need, what we know our body feels we need, and then how we prioritize making sure we get it. And I think that's it's interesting to see that because I know that uh, even in my own household, there's a lot of variety there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, this has been an awesome conversation about sleep. I think there's a lot here to take from, and I hope our audience can can extract some action steps here. There's quite a bit there, but I want them to learn more about you, Veronica, and, and your company. So where can they go to dig in a little further? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, Rumrise.com. Um, and also, we just launched on Amazon and Goop.com as well. Oh, perfect. I'll be sure to have links for those products then so our audience can dig into those and hopefully start their own better lifestyle shifts to have the better products in their body and that will get them on the right path. But uh, yeah, it's been great today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jeff. This This is really fun. And for that action step this week, work on your sleep. If you're not sleeping well, you can fix that. There are many dietary, environmental, and healthy habit changes that can be made right now, today, to help you sleep better tonight. You know, accomplishing big goals is great, but sleeping really well is the best thing you can do to hope for a better future. So focus today on sleeping well and keep at it night after night. JeffSanders.com slash 419 is the place to go for the episode notes. Also, subscribe to this show. Go to jeffsanders.com slash subscribe to see all the apps where this show exists or use the app you're using right now. Once again, that's jeffsanders.com slash subscribe. And that's all I've got for you here on the 5AM Miracle Podcast this week. Until next time, you have the power to change your life. And the fun begins bright and early. Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. 
Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.